And we're back with you on The Few Football Every Week. Ryan Curley. Uh, Jackson Strickland. I hope you all had a great bye week if you're a Georgia fan. Um, and if you're a Clemson fan, we're so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get into the Clemson hate later because uh, there's a lot to talk about with their close win over UNC. Uh, first, big news in college football coming in the last couple of days. You've probably already heard, but if not, then we're sorry to have to be the ones to break it to you. So the California governor signed the Fair Play Act. He signed the bill. And this basically uh, something that is probably going to go into effect in 2023. Um, and basically it's allowing college athletes to be, be paid and profit off of their name and likeness. So I don't know what kind of salary they would get. It hasn't been talked about, like, how much they'd actually yeah, make. It doesn't mean that coaches are required or even encouraged to pay their own athletes, but it's basically – it makes it illegal for a coach to stop a, pair, a player from getting paid. Um, so if a player is already on your team and he gets an endorsement deal from – you know, if you're a Nike team, if he gets a side endorsement deal from Nike or from literally anyone else, like, even just receives gifts from – Apple or free shoes from Nike or just like some like random sponsor or something. The coach can't do anything about it um, without obviously lawsuits being happened. I don't think you can kick a player off a team. Um, and now they'd immediately get thrown out, thrown off the team. Like if you had an endorsement. Oh yeah, or like right like now, that. like, um, like I think it was it was Gurley got suspended three games for was signing it? autographs. Yeah, for signing autographs. <laughs> Getting money for it. And getting money for it. And he admitted that, too. But then there's players that, like, deny it, deny it, and then get caught. And they've been suspended yeah. less or more, just depending on how it was. But anyways, Gavin Newsom, California governor. Uh, he's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's, um, pardon my French, a dumbass for this. He had all the power in the world to save college sports. He took the other route. I mean, he he's starting something that could that could really screw with college football in the I don't future. think people realize that it's just California. Like, if the entire country had the same laws as California, like, we wouldn't be the United States. Like, they have some of these stupidest laws, especially Southern California, where it's just, like, like the $15 minimum wage. Like, I'm pretty sure that's an act, and uh, it's in place somewhere in California. And it's just pitiful like some of the stuff they do and I love how Mike Leach like Washington State's head coach put it when he was asked about it he was like they they asked for his opinion he's like California lawmakers have so much else like so much more important stuff they need to be working on than this which is basically ending what's special about college sports and which is what how Tebow put it he said exactly yeah Tebow Let's see. Do you have it written down? I, I thought it did. I thought oh, here I just... it is. Yeah, Tebow says that the bill will add to the selfish culture of uh, what professional sports have, which we obviously see with, like, Antonio Brown and others, um, and take away what's special about college sports, um, which is kind of like what people think about the transfer portal as well, how it's, like, take it's abused um, and can take away, like, some of the excitement, some of the, like, just the aspect of being a college athlete, which so many of these players don't want to be anymore. 
I mean, you just, you look at this whole thing and all the consequences that are going to come from it, and I can only think of one positive, and it's not big enough to outweigh the rest. And you know what the positive is? That we might get NCAA football video games again. Oh, yeah. That's all fun (coughs) games. I'm all for that. If that's the one positive out of this, then I don't care about the video game because... Well, obviously, like, that's like a fan opinion as well like the california governor like i don't think he he's not thinking about i don't think he's thinking about video games he's thinking and it's probably not even college football that he's like trying to focus on because i know like lebron james like i think he was with lebron when he signed it because it was like a lot of lebron's push or whatever um but that kind of pisses me off yeah i know it doesn't make any better as a lebron fan that pisses me off james but um Whatever. Anyways, so now we've had Florida, um, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, um, and many other sports. Uh, I mean, many other states that have hopped on this bandwagon. Yeah, that's the thing. To, this was the beginning. Trying to ride the coattails. This is the beginning. And honestly, we can't tell you how it's all going to play out. Who knows? But, I mean, California schools are going to get banned by the NCAA. They've already been told, like, if, if this goes into law and everything. Well, he said... The, I think the president said if it's not a national, nationally accepted rule that players can get paid, so even if, like, just a couple states hold out, then they're going to be banned from any NCAA match. And that's not just football. That's talking, you know, women's basketball. That's that's soccer. That's any player that gets paid. Um, and honestly, I, I just don't know how they'll combat it because – because it's not like the law says the coaches can't stop the players. And so if the coaches can't stop the players and then a player gets paid, does that disqualify the entire team? It like, would basically like a game games would be forfeited. Uh, it'd be like consequences like that. That's why uh the Ohio State uh athletic director Gene Smith has publicly said um they're they're like a, like a school like Ohio State would avoid scheduling games against California schools cuz they don't know what's going to happen like right. would that game matter would it even <clears throat> you know like the would the college football playoff committee look at that game as even existing that's the thing and here's the problem with it being California Stanford USC UCLA Cal that's four Pac-12 teams right there yeah well four that's why the Arizona teams. state head coach when he was asked about it um he was saying he didn't really know what, what to think of it. Yeah, He's, well, think about all the Pac-12 teams yeah. are gonna have to play them. Well, because he pay, he plays all four yeah. of them every season, and so he's like, well, if they're getting paid and stuff, and it's not fair to my players, and so I think it should be a whole Pac-12 thing instead of by state. And the San Diego State head coach was like, I don't really know how I feel about it either, but if it comes down to like letting my players get paid or sticking with the NCAA. I'm going to stick with NCAA, obviously. And you know what really pisses me off about it? The players have so many benefits. They do, exactly. Whether it be scholarship, even the ones not on scholarship get buttloads of free clothes. They get free food. They get nice housing. They are being treated like celebrities. They're getting treated like they're better. And that's the whole whole talk of uh, players don't earn a single penny. Uh, it's a broken model because universities profit billions off of college sports and players don't get crap. Okay, first of all, if the you're not getting... universities are putting that yeah, money into the players. If you're not getting crap, then leave because everyone else is getting crap. Everyone else is getting Nike Christmas, getting free clothes, 
They're getting priority in picking your schedule. You might not even have to go to class. You don't. Pick, they Justin, don't pick their schedule. The schedules get picked for them. Yeah, Justin Fields doesn't even go to class. He has all online classes at Ohio State, and he enjoys it. And he literally said that in an interview like a week or two ago. And this ha- that had nothing to do with like the players' rights or whatever you want to talk about. If there's a players' rights movement now, I don't even know anymore. But players' um, rights <laughs> exactly because that's you're what you're not being treated like. Sli- you chose to be a college athlete, knowing this that what the, what the circumstances. And you were. work for three or four years in college, and you can go pro and get paid if that's what you choose to do. You know, and think about the athletes who maybe didn't do great in high school and wouldn't have gotten into some of these bigger schools without athletics. Yep. And they're getting a great degree now. Because of their athleticism. I mean, I know people that came from my high school, one or two players at least, a uh, football player a couple years ago and others that would not be at Georgia if it wasn't for sports. And that right there should be enough. The opportunity to be able to come to Athens and be an a-, a student athlete here. Or at any other major school. Any other major school. Even if it Think about, or like a Stanford or a USC. Like all those California schools. That's insane, dude. It's just, stu- you know, like it's the, just so stupid, the argument. You know, we're blessed to be able to come here. We were blessed to get into this school. And they were too, in their own right. And, and I, you're going to take advantage of the... Ooh. And I hate the NFL. And no, we're not we're not college athletes. And no, we don't have the perspective of you guys. But I talked to one this morning, <laughs> who's on the scout team here at UGA, and he was telling me about, you know, how yeah he doesn't get to play, but all the benefits that come from just being on the team, you know, free wor- he's getting worked out for free. You know what I mean? He's yeah. getting put in tip top shape. He's not you know he doesn't play. He doesn't even have to go to the games. I'm not going to name his name. But he's on the scout team. Um, all the clothes. He was talking about, he's like, man, the benefits are just so good. You know, he doesn't pay for food most of the time. And, you know, he, he gets he gets nice housing and sure, in you nicer can't, dorms. You can't accept free beats from an outside sponsor, but, like... They get like, book bags. Shut, they yeah, get, the, the school supplies are given to them. Yeah. They get school supplies. They can choose to go and buy their own if they don't like it or buy their own book bag if they don't like it. But basically, their whole wardrobe... You know, like wardrobes are given to them. School the supplies, whole, book bags. The whole thing all. of like student athletes don't have time to have a job, like even a part time job. Then do then a lot of a lot of just students don't either. You think about med students who are paying like to go to school for another eight to twelve years to become a doctor, and like they're not getting paid on the side because they're still in CAA. They're like they're I mean, not in CAA. They're still college students. If they don't have time for a job where they can pay for med school. I think a football player that gets school for free will, is going to be absolutely fine if he's good enough to make it to the NFL and be overpaid for the rest of his life. Like, you think about a player getting $5, 10 $20 million in the NFL. Like, that is a crap ton of money because you devote your life to a sport. But there's so many people that devote their life to law or to being a doctor, and they're not going to get paid that much. Or business students, engineering students. Like, they're going to put in... Maybe not as many hours, maybe not as much physical, but a lot a lot of mental and a lot of money and a lot of time. And they don't get paid. Just because it's not entertainment. Screw you, Gavin Newsom. Yeah. You potentially started something that's going to make college football less enjoyable because it's just going to lead to suspensions and, all these and other, sanctions. All these and, other states like had it on their mind, but no one would have done it if this, it if this bill didn't get signed. Yeah, so. It's just like, 
in two or three years or even four years from now, we'll be like, oh, it wasn't a problem. It all resolved itself. But right now, we don't know. Like, college football is in question in a few years. Not the sport itself. It will still exist. But just the, the aspect. The, the, like, if the NCAA starts banning all these schools, then, like, immediately certain schools are not eligible for, like, the playoff. Well, and then you think of players like like Jameis Winston. He, he would definitely be one. Johnny Football. Like, players that with that selfish like mindset or whatever could literally be like I'm not going to get I'm not going to play this game if you don't pay me this much or if you don't let me get paid this much and you know like would the school be paying or would it just like I don't understand if like, anyone anyone can but pay the school's them. not going to pay them money so I don't the school's not just gonna be like oh you know what here's a little bit of a profit for you guys I why would they you know and, I don't know They'll definitely give them more free shit. This is going to affect recruiting. I don't... Yeah, obviously recruiting. Whether a player thinks it's good or bad, it's going to change certain players' minds about going to certain states. So, you know, because, like, if a player's like, no, I don't care about that, no, I don't want to risk the sanctions and stuff, they're not going to go to a California school or a Mm -hmm. South Carolina school. But if a player's like, oh, I want to get paid, then someone who is maybe going to go to Texas is going to go to USC instead. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I saw one article that was talking about, like, like, this might be the only chance <clears throat> that female athletes get paid. They might only get the chance in college to get paid. And I was like, well, if if the U.S. women national soccer team that goes to the Olympics and wins all these, like, FIFA Cups and every, like, they're, like, so good, like, historically good. If they complain about getting paid, you really think a, like, college woman basketball player is going to get paid, like, more than she would in the WNBA? Like I'm sorry, like, to any women, but like, if if the sport isn't exciting enough for you to get paid pro, you're not gonna get. You're not. No, I'm just this saying. This is like, what I'm talking about in my sports media class right now. I'm saying if, yeah. if 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 it's not exciting enough, you get paid pro. You're not gonna be paid in college either. So like, the why you, say that's the only time? Like that just doesn't make sense. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't completely understand that argument that you're making right now. My argument is yeah, that what are you someone, someone tried to argue that, oh, this is good for female athletes because it allows them to be paid in college because this might be the only chance they get. That's how it They do get paid. It. Okay, they... Uh, okay, now I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, because if they did get paid in college, it wouldn't be as much as they got paid in the pros, but also, like, they do get paid in the pros, just not as much as men. Yeah. But that doesn't really have anything to do with this Fair Play Act. It's kind of a separate problem. You know what I mean? Well, they were trying to relate it. And I'm saying that, like, it's if they not. don't get paid as much, they're not going to be paid as much in college either. So, like... Oh. Okay, I got you now. Ooh, that would be really interesting. But I think, actually, I think they would get paid as much because of the whole, like, equality thing at a college. Like It'd Title be, IX? It would be against Title IX and not pay them the same. But this the school isn't paying them. The school is allowing them yeah. to be endorsed. Yeah, well, if they've got endorsements, of course the endorsements aren't going to be as high. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, okay, yeah. I got you. You're like, if Nike is going to hit up... I don't. I just don't see a school ever actually giving up money. I think they would just give free stuff. They would finally. They be already able, do. I know, but I'm saying they would finally be able to like. You know, here's a car. Come play for us, like, but legally, oh, <laughs> and openly. Oh, within recruiting, would that be legal? Yeah, it would. Would like if if At Nick Saban, like here, if Nick Saban, I don't think you can give a high school athlete a car and say come play for us. But I think once they come to your school. You could do whatever you want. Oh, you'd be like, hey, I'll give you a car when you come, kind of thing. Like, wink, wink, here's your Lamborghini. 
Yes, because we're definitely going to still win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what F- are they going to... Ford F-150. That's exactly what they were giving athlete. Saban and Kirby Smart would be like, here's a brand new pickup truck. For you take all the <laughs> take all the boys fishing on the weekend with Jake Fromm okay. going duck hunting. We want to hear from you guys. What kind of cars would Nick Saban and Kirby Smart <laughs> bribe their athletes with? I don't think Dabo Swinney would ever allow it. Okay, I want to hear from you. We'll put a question sticker up on the Instagram. What kind of cars do you think football coaches would bribe athletes with? Do you think it'd be like just like a simple sedan or would it be like a sports car or would it be a truck? What kind of coach? Gus, is- Gus Malzahn would be like, here's an Acura. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is, oh, I listened to, oh no, it was Nick Saban. Nick Saban drives, what does Nick Saban drive? There was a story about him and Maria Taylor driving around in his car and it was like a big deal. I gotta figure out what it was. Maria Taylor, she's like Shaq in those commercials, like the Toyota commercials or whatever. She, yeah, in. she's in the no, she's in the Pizza Hut commercials. No, but I'm saying Pizza Shaq. Pizza Hut Hut. I'm saying I'm saying Shaq and like he's in those like Kia commercials or something where he has to like fit oh, to yeah. a small car, but like Maria Taylor's like six four. Oh yeah, Nick Saban drives a Mercedes Benz and like Maria, I don't know. There was like a story about Maria Taylor driving around. That's a there. nice car. That is a sexy car. The color is beautiful. It's like a gray, silver AMG. Typo. Anyways, we like we like nice cars, but we don't like players getting nice cars for free because <clears throat> because they played football for three hours a day their entire life. I'm on Tim Tebow's side. This is frustrating. I just you know. I don't think it's a model that would hold up anyways. I don't think Ooh, you're right. I don't think college athletes will get paid as much as they really think they're going to. At least this isn't gonna affect us. While we're in college, unless one of us decides to get like a master's degree, Are you doing that? You gonna do the double dogs? We'll see. You don't have to decide till junior year. For but anyways, long. here's the state: it's Florida, New York, Washington, Colorado, Maryland, New York don't matter. North Carolina, Syracuse and South Carolina <laughs> are the like seven or eight states um, that have also publicly supported the idea of creating similar laws in their state. Um, that means uh, Florida, FSU. Uh, UNC, Duke, uh, South Carolina, Clemson. And this isn't just like you're, you're saying, oh, who cares about North Carolina or Duke? This is talking basketball, too. So, this like, is all this is relevant. Everyone every, cares every about sport. it. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I and then <clears throat> basketball, too, Syracuse. Yeah. ACC is good at basketball. California. Can't say the same about football, but. Um, Stanford's got it. No, they're not that good. Never mind. I take that back. Anyways, we don't support it. Um, it's it's been eighteen minutes talking about this. Yeah, well, we can go on and on. We could talk about it for another hour if we really wanted to. But, but let's talk about football itself. Week five, interesting week. Uh, powerhouses dominated, except for except for one of the, what's that powerhouse um, over in who, South Carolina? Who's ranked number one? <laughs> uh, Mason, oh, yeah, Mason and, and, Mason and, and DJ, hey, if, if y'all don't want to hear crap, then um, well, in your eyes, in your ears, crap, uh, just skip forward like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, because we're definitely going to um, talk about how Clemson sucks on this podcast. Clemson sucks. Um, uh, I'm a Clemson fan. This year's Clem- this season's Clemson, I can't say this year because apparently Mason, I said, Mason, what has Clemson done in 2019? He's like, oh, they won a national championship. I said, this team, this season, he's like, you're telling me that's not this year? Just like ignorant. Um, it's a different team. You you sound like that defense, You sound like ignorant oof. Georgia fans from a couple years ago. Clemson should have lost that game. 
Clemson should have lost that. I, or know, it should have gone into overtime. And I respect Mac Brown for calling that return of the Mac. Um, for calling. Also, okay. he had nothing to lose. <laughs> can I say? Can I say how much money is spent on uh, the locker rooms. on locker rooms and player lounges? They're we're not even locker rooms anymore. They're we're looking at the lounges. Arkansas locker room right now. You know how many reveal videos they've had in the past three months of was it LSU? Rooms? LSU had the big deal because they had because the, they have beds, the chair, yes, yeah, they have the little bed. chairs to turn. What did they beds. call them? No, there was a fancy name for what they called them. We'll get back to it. Um, anyways, back to Clemson. Um, you can't legitimately argue that they should be number one. Okay, what are they called? They're called sleeping pods. Sleeping pods. <laughs> what the? F- LSU locker room versus library. That was one of the debates. Was like, why haven't they put any money in the library? But they put millions in the locker room. I was talking about this. My geology professor went on a rant one time about how we were about to hire one of like the most famous geologists like, best researchers. Like, UJ was going to hire him as a researcher. And he went to, like, Arizona State or something like that because Arizona State spent spent a bunch of money on their geology department and we spent a bunch of money on the football stadium. <laughs> like, Makes sense. Uh, money. It's all about money. <coughs> yeah, everything revolves around money. Clemson sucks. Um, Clemson does uh, suck this year. You can't make an argument that they're number one. I, you can't oof. make an argument that Trevor Lawrence is a top three Heisman contender. He's not even a top ten um, Heisman contender. You can't, honestly, like Travis Etienne's not even top three running back. Like, like he's just. I, Ooh, I'm not. We were arguing that he might be the best. Yeah, at the beginning of this. And now, I'm not okay. saying they don't have talent because obviously Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and T Higgins and Justin Ross, like the D line, like have an amazing talent, but they're not playing cohesively. They're not capitalizing I, on their easy games. This is a cupcake game. You're saying, oh, Alabama played nobody. Yeah, but Alabama's offense can put up 400, 500 total yards. Against Clemson if they wanted to. Well, right now against Clemson, I think. I think You know what? any top 10 team could have beat Clemson in the past two, three weeks. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're not going to turn it around. Oh, no, I, I definitely think that they can. But as of today, I, I would rank Clemson 7 or 8. The only reason they're number two and not number seven yeah, or eight... Yeah, they finally dropped one spot. They because, should have dropped a couple weeks ago. It's because nine months ago they won a national championship over Alabama by amazing numbers. Like, congratulations on a beautiful win. I'm very happy yeah, they won. I, I hope Alabama they're humbled. Win. I hope Clemson... Ooh, I hope and don't hope that Clemson's humbled by getting dropped down to number two and actually gets their shit together. Well, I mean, that's exactly what happened losing to Pittsburgh, losing to Syracuse in the past couple seasons. They were humbled. They got their head back this in the game. This might be that. And this might be close enough for that. I hope it is. I know it's a completely different team. Who watch out if Trevor Lawrence and Travis yeah. Etienne, Justin Ross and T. Higgins all really figure it out, and Dabo and whoever's calling the plays. And the, the defense is concerning me a little bit, letting UNC drive on them like that at yeah. the end. That's, like, they did really well on a two-point conversion stop. Okay, yeah, but, but they, also but they let them a, get in that situation. Well, and it was a bad play call. Like, they shouldn't have, like, I don't know. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is the fact that North Carolina had that opportunity. Well, I'm saying... They let North Carolina drive down and get a touchdown. Well, I'm saying Clemson got lucky because that... Because it was a terrible play. Yeah. Yeah. Because they could have... Oh, gosh. Think about if Sam Howell just plunged through the middle. Sam Howell's a big dude. He's a thick quarterback. He had just as good or maybe better stats than Trevor Lawrence. I will say... Even for the season, he's had... I will say Trevor Lawrence was ice cold on that one drive when he dropped it into Higgins. Yeah. That's what you want to see. I knew that was coming too because that was I right. That, that was right when turnover, I yeah. That was turnover. right when I started talking crap 
And I was like, you know what? Like, Clemson, like, really should lose this game. Because they're playing like they should lose. They play on, like, they don't care about a win. Um, I was, ooh, I was rooting for North Carolina so hard at the end. And the fact that Clemson's best win is against Texas A&M, who obviously can't get anything done either. Kellen Mond, such a conflicting Kellen Mond was supposed to be, in a, like, a star athlete this he year. He was your dark horse Heisman. My dark horse Heisman, and he just, Jimbo can't get anything done. There he is right there, talking to Arkansas's head coach. Something we do every podcast is whatever's on the SEC network, it doesn't matter. Like, we just turn the SEC network on. And right now it's... If y'all can ever hear the TV in the background, it's um, it's always football. So here's Jimbo Fisher. I don't think they can hear it. Let's not. <laughs> We're not going to sit here and let you listen to the SEC network. Be who you can be. Um, but that's Jimbo Fisher's words. Be who I don't know. I don't want to like sit here and speak really negatively about Clemson oh, because no, then they're just going to like eat our. In, I don't yeah, want to have to eat my in words. In three weeks, someone's going to comment and be like, "When when Clemson turns it around and starts playing like they should, they're going to comment." Remember when y'all crap talked yeah. Clemson for 20 minutes in the podcast every episode for the first eight weeks? Yeah, so hey, here's what we're going to say. As of today and the last few weeks, Clemson's not that good at football, but they can be. Yes, I have sat here and said Trevor Lawrence was sent from the football gods onto this planet. Clemson was my – did I not predict we them to win? We both predicted them to win the championship. I don't predict that anymore. Week five, I take it back. Will not win the championship. I take it back right now. Uh, I think we're both going to give our top four soon, if not right now. But um, I want to talk about the rest of this past week. You can go we ahead. Get I, I basically agree with yours. Like, there's not much. Um, uh, here, I'll give you my top <coughs> seven. Hit me. Bama, in order from one to seven. Bama, to Ohio State. I changed my mind. I'm putting UGA at three, LSU at four, Auburn at five. Ooh, you know, yeah, Auburn at five, OU at six, and Clemson and Wisconsin real close, but I'll give Clemson the edge at seven. Um, Ohio State looks really good. Ohio State's a little scary. But they haven't played anybody yet. No, they haven't played they, Who yet. do they play this week? They played Nebraska. Who was supposed to be their first game of actually playing someone that like might have a chance? I think we posted or whatever. It's like, oh, this could be Scott Frost's signature win. Neither of us. I thought we were gonna get something magical from Adrian Martinez. Maybe. Oh, I I didn't think it was gonna be any single digit difference. I I knew it'd be double digit. I didn't know it was gonna be what was it forty five to three or something final. It was forty two three. It was. I think insane. it was forty eight three. Forty eight three. That's probably right. Um. Martinez had three interceptions in the first half. And he was like four for... What was he? Four for 17? Do you have written down? No, I don't have Adrian's stats written down. I thought you did. Maybe I do. I thought that that's why I knew that. Oh, yeah, there it is. Um, holding eight Adrian Martinez, eight of 17 for 47 yards, not a single touchdown, and three interceptions. Um, Two of those touchdowns were Jeff Okuda. Who looks like a first round talent? I'll talk about that later. But two, two of the interceptions, touchdowns. Um, you said two of the touchdowns. Oh, yeah. But Ohio State player uh, Jeff played. Jeff. 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 We played were impressed. Extremely well. Um, yeah, Scott Frost. I don't. Know. Maybe next year, buddy. Yeah, he's he's good for this year. He's not on the hot seat yet. 
Um, no, no, and they want him there. He wants to be there. But he, Ryan Day, congratulations, dude. You're killing it. Justin Fields, you're I, killing it. Let's, you guys play Michigan State this weekend. That's who it is. Where, are they, Michigan State is on the same, to- they, same time as Georgia, Tennessee this are weekend. Are they ranked at the moment? Michigan are they like 25? 25. Okay. Tough defense kind of game. It'll be kind of gritty. But oh. it's in Columbus. I don't think it'll really be yeah. close. Especially a night game. You said same time. So it's 7? Yeah, it's. I think it's a 7.30 kickoff. So, what's the spread? Um, less than 10. No, I think it'll be 12 and a half. Nine and a half or 10 and a half? 12 and a half. That's what I'm going with. Let's see. It might not be set yet. And it'll 20 change. and a half. Holy crap. It'll change throughout the week. 20 and a half. It always does. It's not going to change to 10. No, it won't change that low. But it can drop all the way to 15, Ohio 16. State looks like the most complete team in college football. That's literally what I have written down on my notes. Thank you for reading. Um, maybe most complete team in nation. <laughs> their defense is scary. With Chase Young is their star defensive end. Auburn and Ohio State. Um, yeah. Their defenses are crazy. Yeah. Their completeness is crazy. Alabama, like, amazing offense as usual, but um, defense isn't playing. This this isn't an Alabama defense we're used to watching, and no, that's what we said last year. They got pretty far. Yeah, I mean, obviously they but played a great season. This offense is different. Um, I'm, like, I look at Alabama's offense and I say, one, you have Tua, and then you have three first-round wide receivers and Jalen Waddell. And a top three talent. I'm not. He's saying he's the best yet. Top, but a top three talent, talent in Najee yeah. Harris. As far as running backs go. Yeah, he's crazy. Um. Wow. Like. Ooh, that offense is scary. Brian Robinson's a perfect number two running back. A little bowling ball kind of running back. Um. Whew, but you guys, the front seven for Alabama is not the front seven we're used to seeing. You know. They have Anthony <coughs> Jennings, but at, after that, you know, they're and we starting. Know, we know how many players are out for Bama. Like, Bla- yeah. Bama in the past two months has lost so many players to transfer and injury mm. um, and maybe one or two to suspension. I can't remember. I mean, this, the secondary is pretty good, led by Trayvon Diggs. Uh, but, like, the front seven, four out of the front seven, they're freshmen. They're true freshmen, which is. But a Bama true freshman shouldn't, like. You're probably a four or five star. Yeah, well, they're all five stars. I'm, like, I'm, they, willi- I'm willing to bet they're all going to be five stars. It's oof. it's Nick Saban. It's yeah. Bama recruiting. Like, they might have already bypassed this fair pay to play. They might not care about that because they already pay recruits. Who knows? We don't know. We're not going to say. Everyone that. says that everyone pays anyways. Georgia pays anyways. Um, I saw like a Georgia recruit tweet like a year or two ago. He was like, go dogs or something, and put the money bag emoji. Or he was like, I was going to go to LSU, but go dogs, put the money bag emoji, and deleted it within like five minutes because. People thought that. Yeah. Well, and, or people knew. <laughs> Who knows? Um, recruits might get paid. I wouldn't be surprised at all. The money bag emoji means so many different things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. But I'm saying, like, just in so many instances. I could be like, I, yo, I just got that Chick fil A money bag emoji. Okay, yeah, but like, never mind. I'm just saying. I know, but I'm saying like whenever. Let's not rat out UGA. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying every school. Like when a player like goes to a nice like a player yeah. goes to a nice football program, and they just happen to have a brand new Mustang. 
um, yeah. within the first month or two of school. <laughs> because, you know, they worked hard over the summer. Mustang. Well, how many of you guys... <laughs> I think I think it'd be more of like a like a sedan type deal. No, Kirby Smart's definitely giving out Ford F one fifties, dude. Remember at the freshman welcome? Yes. What do you so <laughs> we um The night before the night before classes start, all freshmen go to the field and we form the big old G. Yeah, we get in the stadium and they bring us down by by our groups and we make this huge G which if you go back on well, I don't have it posted on my Instagram. Do you have it posted? It's like archived in my uh just on my highlights on Instagram. Anyway, so we make this huge Georgia G in the middle of the field. That's like what sixty yards wide. All of us, because there's like six or seven thousand yeah, freshmen. Like um, and when we're still in the stands before we go down there, yeah, we got hyped up by Tom Crean, the basketball coach, and then and then the president comes out there, Georgia president, not not Trump, Jared Moorhead, Moorhead, what a good guy. And then you look at the bottom left of the. Uh, where we're looking, the bottom yeah. left. But, like, before this, we're like, where's Kirby? Because, like, we knew he was going to Yeah, we knew Kirby was coming out. And we're, you're looking down there, and out of, like, is that even the visitor's locker room? Like, where even is that? It used to be where our locker room yeah, was. Yeah, but not Unless anymore. they moved it. I think our locker room's probably under the recruiting lounge now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so he we watch him pull up in the bottom of the stadium in a Ford F-150, and then um, promptly left after he was done hyping himself. He, he hopped out of the passenger seat, not even driving himself. You know, he has a driver, obviously. Hops out of the passenger seat, comes out, speaks to us, calls the dogs, and then basically just dips. Probably goes back to practice. Yeah, I, like, I think it was during, like, practice It time. probably was, because... It was, what, 7 o'clock at night? Are they practicing at 7 o'clock at night? I can find out. On Thursday, I can find out. If you want to find out, go for it. I'm not that concerned on it. I um, just we curiosity. can get back. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get back to you next week on when UJ practices. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week. Um, <laughs> no, we're not really leaving. Stay. Don't leave the episode yet. So we've talked about Clemson. <laughs> we've talked about um, Ohio State <sighs> having their Bama. their huge game day win, forty eight seven. Did we talk about Bama enough? Did you talk about? I'm. Mean, we're gonna get into it a little more. Okay. Cool. When we talk about our players of the week. Uh, uh, but like just Auburn, we talked about was was scary. Wisconsin beat Northwestern in like a really ugly fashion, but um, <coughs> something I heard yeah, today. Yeah, it was like what twenty four fourteen. It was a weak it was game. Twenty four fifteen, and two of Wisconsin's three touchdowns were defensive. So like one was a pick six, and one was like a fumble. And Jonathan Taylor took the other. And one. then it, it was like a ten yard touchdown. Yeah. So he, he didn't play as great as he has the past couple weeks. But, I mean, like, 100 yards and a touchdown, they'll take that any day. You know what I mean? But also, he didn't have, like, his yards per carry that he usually does. Hunter Johnson didn't stay in the whole game, did he? Hunter Johnson played terrible for when he was in there. I watched this first half. I think he got injured. Or I that think was, he did, too. Or that was, that was the saying, at least. That but, was the uh, statement they put out. He, he got been, injured. So, they if might, anything, he they might have a concussion because it's questionable throws. But, like, listen, <laughs> something I heard today, one of my favorite uh, – People in sports media works for Bleacher Report. Uh, Adam Lefko. I was listening to his podcast this morning. He, he runs an NFL podcast, and he was talking about the Chiefs and the Patriots this weekend. How great teams win ugly games, and average teams lose ugly games. So, like a great team could have a terrible game and then find a miraculous way to win it. And I just kind of think about how, like, you know, Wisconsin had a terrible offensive day, and it's an ugly game, but 
their defense bailed them out, and that makes them a great team. So I, I don't know. I'd well, like to kind of like make that analogy. The same debate could be made for Clemson, obviously, because yeah, not that their defense bailed saying. them out, except from that last play where. Um, I'm not ruling Clemson out for the year. I'm ruling. I'm dude, saying they're not as good as the other teams. Play, though, like the fact that the was it the QB who ran it all the way to the sideline got yeah. stopped, Sam, but he turned. He, he but he, he turned it. around and lateraled it. And, and that's like, when everyone freaked out. Oh my god! If he would have, if he would have somehow crossed the entire, like, just went lateral across the entire field, ran it all the way back around, snuck in the end zone on the left side of the field. Oh, he's not fast enough. He's not a fast oh, enough. Oh no, no. For that. No, not Sam. I'm talking about whoever he pitched oh, it to. Well, the thing is, so like whoever when, when the guy to. got the pitch, there was a guy that shoved him right out of bounds. Yeah, I mean he was there already was no there. Way. I think well, there was what, a guy like at his feet already. Yeah, there, there was like. I'm so just many saying people. that would have been miraculous if he got yeah. stopped but turned around. Oh, it was so close, man. They should have kicked the freaking field goal. But like, I also get it. Yeah, your point. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I also get it. Like, you don't really have anything to lose right now if you're Mac Brown. You know what I mean? Like, he's not worried about his job I think, security. I think they're one of the best two and three teams in the nation. Um, For sure. They beat South Carolina. Uh, they beat Miami, right? Who'd they lose to, though? App State. and. Oh, yeah. App State, Clemson, and whoever they played right before App. Because they were 2-0 and and then went 0-2 yeah, and then lost Yeah, Clemson. they were. Um, it was a great, great team. I love what Mac's doing. They can They can have a winning season for sure. I remember that was a question a few weeks ago. Yes, they can have a winning season. That's a possibility. I can see a seven and five season, or a six and six season in a bowl game. Yeah, depends sure. who else they play. But I mean, it's all it's ACC. All ACC teams it's all that, ACC play. And they're one Florida the, State's looking a little bit better. They look better every week. Well, Wake it wasn't Forest. Blackman in there, was it? It was Hornibrook, Hornibrook Alec, who Alex came from Wisconsin. I say Hornibrook. I it's can't Hornibrook. say. I don't say Hornibrook. That's how you pronounce it. I don't care. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Grow up. Hornibrook. Um, Hornibrook. Go for it. Uh, he played really well the past two games. Hornibrook going in there. Florida State's quarterback. He's from what, Wisconsin or Nebraska? He transferred. Didn't he transfer from somewhere? From Wisconsin, yeah. Wisconsin. He was Wisconsin starting quarterback last year. I don't know why he left. I don't know why he left either. He, <laughs> he went from a top 10 team in the nation to <coughs> Florida State. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh... I don't know. It wasn't too. I mean, oh, Auburn. We talked about Auburn. Did we say that they dismantled Mississippi State? Um, I have held right Kylan here. Hill to 47 yards. Seth Williams had eight receptions for 161 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jetorvarius? It's Jartavius Whitlow. There's no J A R. It's just Jetarvius. Whitlow, number two. Jetarvius. Whitlow Jatavius ran for three Whitlow, scores, and Bo Nix had his University. best game all season. Um, with I'm pretty sure he had he was 18 of 20, so two incompletions, neither of those were interceptions, and then two touchdowns. Yeah, so that's, yeah like a, that's like a two a stat, like this, just as many touchdowns as incompletions. Type this of thing. is the first time since Cam Newton that an Auburn quarterback had 300 passing yards and 50 rushing yards in the game. That surprised me because of like people like. Jeremy Johnson, or no, not Jeremy Johnson. I mean, Nick Marshall. Like, I don't know. That surprised me a little bit. Bonix is the real deal. Um, and this isn't against nobody. I mean, it's against Miss State, who's a decent team. They're SEC. They can recruit pretty well. Um, they they have a bulldog that no one knew about until this weekend. Um, he's no Uga. He did get hit, which 
I do want to pull up. When was it uh, when our Uga tried to buy it, the Auburn receiver? Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Early 90s. Okay, so I just want to say when Uga sees a player coming, he, he jumps attacks. up and attacks. <laughs> when Mississippi State's Jax or Jack, J A K, I mean, why J-A-E-K. is it what? named Jack? J A K was his name. Um, Jack. And why do you get he, a brown bulldog? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think he's probably on concussion protocol after that play. Um, Auburn took out that boy fast. The we're bulldog. Just watching and took, yeah, sorry, we're watching Arkansas and A and M play. Uh, which is always a great matchup. I know you said that. It is. It's a good game every yeah. year. I don't know why they play in an AT and T stadium. It's like a weird uh, very tradition. Odd. Yeah. Um, I know Jerry was there. Jerry's world. Why? He was, he was there with his brother watching the game. Arkansas's new uniforms just look like Oklahoma's uniforms. Look at them again. Look. Yeah, I mean, you can't really tell the difference between them and Oklahoma. That looks like Baker Mayfield. Or, I mean, <laughs> Hicks number six. Yeah. Also, the the uniforms that Wisconsin and North... Did you see that? Uh, the throwback. From, that was ugly. The throwback jerseys from Wisconsin and... Yeah, um, but they both wore them. Yeah. They were, like, identical. It was very odd. I actually kind of liked the purple and white You ones. just said they were ugly. Or no, just Wisconsin's were okay. ugly because they had brown pants with a red jersey and the white helmet. Well, I mean, that's definitely, like, a... Like, mid, that's a throwback. Yeah, yeah, it's a mid to late, like, two, like 1900s. Um... It's a mid to early. Early to mid. Early to mid. Brown pants. I don't know. Not important. Um, man. So what we said, Auburn's good. <laughs> well, he Deserves just, to be... I want to say... Yeah, well, go ahead. I... You're going to... Ba- uh, I don't know. I mean, just based on how they've played. With a new, like, a new quarterback coming in. You know... A young team. Charles Schwartz is, like, one of the... Like best Anthony ath- Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz, sorry. One of the best athletes in the world. In the, like, he's just fast. He just has speed. He's considered the fastest player in college football. Um, Well, and then you got Ruggs, right? And is, it, he's fast. is Judy fast as well? Judy, I don't, no, I don't Judy, know if they is, Judy, Judy is, like, swift. Yeah, he's... You know how, joy- like, DeAndre Swift is, like, <coughs> shifty? That's Judy. Uh, Who do we have that was joyst- human joystick a couple years ago? I know we talked about this already. The human joystick... That was a Georgia player a couple years ago. It was like Noshawn Marino. Oh, Isaiah McKenzie? Yeah, that's right. That's what McKenzie. his name was. Yeah, that's how Judy plays. Yeah, well, I better. thought McCole Hardman was faster than him. He just was like... Ju- no, Judy is like... Judy's just different, bro. I, I know... Okay, so Devontae Smith, the wide receiver Alabama, had five touchdowns. 200-something... 274 yards, five touchdowns. But Judy's still a better wide receiver. Jerry Judy's the real deal. I'm Wait. telling you, like watching, watch Jerry Judy run routes and watch him with the ball in his hands. Jerry Judy, dude. There's no, of, there's no doubt that they have like the best receiving core in the nation. I know there was like a at the beginning of the year it was like Oklahoma and, and it was like Oklahoma might, and they still do. Oklahoma has a, they have a good receiving core with Jalen Hurts, Rambo, Hazelwood, and C.D. Lamb is the best one. Yeah, C.D. Lamb, insane. the argue, so the big argument is who's the better wide receiver, C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy. I think it's Judy, but... Senior what year are both of them? Are they going to the draft at the same time? That's going to be fun to watch them at the Combine. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's going to be... Well, it's going to be fun to watch, like, how good, like, Ruggs and... Because, like, I don't... I don't really see Ruggs as a first-round wide receiver. I know I did say three on Alabama, but I would say... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, he's a bubble first-round wide receiver. Well, I know Ross and Higgins aren't going this year, right? They're both sophomores. Are they really? I think so. At least no. one of them, at least one of them's a sophomore. I think T. Higgins is going. Oh, t- Higgins. Justin was- Ross is the one that's going to stay. If well, I'm not wrong. Well, one of them's a sophomore. So one of them I has think it's to Justin stay. Ross. Okay. I remember both of them being recruited when I was a Clemson fan. I want to say that Higgins is a junior, but I'm going to fact check that. Okay. Um, Wait, no, no, no. I looked at an Instagram post today. It said, wow, the 2020 draft is going to have amazing wide receiver class. And T. Higgins was put down with one of them, but Justin Ross wasn't. So, yeah, Ross is a sophomore. Okay, there you go. Higgins would be the junior. There's okay. Anthony Schwartz for touchdown. Yeah, Schwartz is insane at Auburn. I'm scared about that game. Um, yeah, in Jordan here, it will be a night game. It is every oh, year. Was I, did I read his stats wrong? It says Bo Nix. 16 for 21. See, oh, I was talking about Kyle Trask was 18 of 20. Sorry about that. Florida's quarterback did well, too. Trask, uh, 18. They play. It was against Towson. Towson Tigers. Uh, played nobody. You got some other Tigers coming to town uh, a few days from now. Um. So, Auburn at Florida. We'll get into that later. I'm, gonna let you, I'm just going to let y'all think about how, what y'all would think. Um, oh, I do want to say something about Clemson, one more thing. So, we put out a poll on the story, and seventy-two, like 28% of you guys said Clemson is the number one team, which any of you 28% of you guys listening, <laughs> please DM us and tell us why you think Clemson is the number one team in the country. I'd love to. I'd love to read your explanation. Should I expose them? Should I? Yes. Let's ask them. Okay, I'm pretty sure someone was like a double account. It was a college football nut. Yeah. Put it with his real. Um, with his main. We got. We got. Okay. Let's see. At least one, two, three, four, five answers that I know off the bat are Clemson fans. Mom, you're one of them. Um, Mom, I know you don't watch Alabama play except for when they play against Clemson. I know you don't watch Ohio State and LSU. You just watch Georgia and Clemson. <laughs> or Auburn. So, Mom, I'm sorry, but you answered incorrectly. Um, Mason, DJ, see if you know who is DJ. Cole, um, I know all four of you are Clemson fans. Um, I don't know about... Trey Morris. That's some random sophomore from my old high school. <laughs> Trey Morris. Um, Big Grayson, K. Ethan. Um, big K is a hey. I'm gonna expose Big K Coast right here. He's gonna transfer to Michi- Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> He's considering it. Um, there's, uh, there's I know he doesn't listen to this. He says he does. <laughs> he says he does. I don't think he does. I think he just looks at the Instagram every once in a while. Um, anyways, all um, nine of you accounts, eight of you people said yes. Clemson deserves to be ranked number one. We didn't say they're the most talented team in the nation. We didn't say. They've played the best. Any of this stuff, they said deserve. We said deserve number one. But I think don't. if the playoff rankings came out right now, they'd they, be three or four. They'd be three or four by the committee's eyes. Because the committee knows what they're doing. The committee's doing. not going to keep them out of it. No, but they're not going to put them in one or two. With Mason's argument that they won a national championship and they've That's won twenty straight games, That's I'm not, not talking last season, Mason. We're this year, I'm not talking size. this January, which is 2019. I'm talking. Okay, um, enough on Clemson. Yeah, just let's. I'm sorry. Not even anymore. Let's just not. Um, uh, who is your September Heisman winner? And I, I have a lot to say about this. Who who's do I your, think's winning Heisman who right would, now? Who? No. Who's your September Heisman winner? I'm. Who just, you gotta give the trophy to? I'm gonna agree with you and go to. A, yeah. Um, with Hertz and Burrow falling. Hertz Burrow. 
Trevor Lawrence is nowhere in top five for me. Um, Etienne's nowhere in top five. Uh, Swift, Fromm, not top five. Which I saw a thing today that Swift and Fromm were both like in the top ten in odds. Fromm is. I don't know about Swift. Why? <sighs> Why? I don't know. I, I mean, I'd put Anthony Gordon ahead of any Clemson or Georgia player right now. Ooh. Washington State's quarterback? He has 2,100 yards. 2,100 passing yards. Yeah, he he has 400 more yards than Tua. Here's the impressive thing about Tua. He's got more touchdowns than Anthony Gordon. And Anthony Gordon had a nine-touchdown game. Okay, also, what was I? What was the stat? It was uh, Justin Fields is tied for third most rushing touchdowns in the nation. This yeah, is a quarterback. Feels... It's a quarterback, and it's in Big Ten, too. It's not even Oklahoma, like... It's not Kyler Hertz Murray. Hurts has four rushing touchdowns. What did you say, seven from? He, yeah. From Fields? Fields has seven. Hertz has four. Jonathan Taylor has eight. And Chuba has the most. Yeah, Chuba, Hubbard. He has at, nine or has, 11? He has ten. Ten. Um, great athlete. All great athletes. I mean, JT and Fields. and. Um, but the fact that Justin Fields is a better running back at the moment than a lot of top running backs in the nation. That's a, that's I a, know, I know it's a weird sentence and like, it's not entirely true, but you can make like, you can yeah, make an yeah. argument. He's, he's, he's rushing being more better. productive. He is being more productive. He's putting up better numbers and he's playing the same and field. He's throwing I'm not like, impressively. it's not like tonight. Clemson and Georgia have like really played like, yes, Clemson played A&M. Georgia played Notre Dame, which were great games, but I don't know. I think Swift and ETN and, and, their company should be playing better than they Ooh. have been. Did you say Swift should be playing better? Yeah, I think so. I think I think he can. When, like how? Like in the Notre Dame game. Yes, he averaged like five five the and a half. The offensive line did not show up to the Notre Dame game. They didn't no. run. We should have. I don't blame all that on Swift. Also, well, it's just like Saquon Barkley a couple years ago when like he had a great like first half of the season and oh, then yeah. the offensive line fell apart. That. And he, like, he had, like, what, like, 12 yards in a game in, like, October, November. Here's why we need to be hesitant about Picking the crowning Tua or Hurts or Burrow as the Heisman already. You know how everyone's, like, just give him the Heisman? Yeah. Like, just mean, give it to him already? Well, that's how it was with well, for, uh, with uh, Trevor, like, in, like, November of last year. It's like, yeah. it's like so, just give him I mean, the first round. I have a few examples pick. of September Heisman winners. That were like crowned this like in like in the first few weeks they were like they're winning the Heisman. Didn't even make it to New York for the ceremony. Two thousand twelve. Anyone remember Geno Smith at West Virginia? Had an eight touchdown game, had almost two thousand passing yards through September, finished outside the top ten in voting. Two thousand fourteen, Kenny Hill, Texas A and M. Uh Johnny Manziel's predecessor. Very similar numbers to Burrow. Everyone was like Dang, Kenny Hill's going to win the Heisman. Finished outside the top 10. Two more recent examples that probably a lot of our listeners will remember. Leonard Fournette in 2015. 631 yards and eight touchdowns through three games. Finished six. Wasn't invited to the ceremony. And then just two years ago, Saquon Barkley. Everyone's preseason Heisman prediction. And then he he was averaging around 2,000 scrimmage yards a game. He finished fourth. Wasn't invited to the ceremony. Just, just outside of being invited. Because usually they invite three. Sometimes they'll invite five. But this time he, he didn't make it to the ceremony. That was Baker Mayfield's season. Um, 
Um, and not to mention just like star athletes like Deshaun Watson who went to New York twice and didn't even win it. Andrew Luck. Yeah, I mean, you never know with Heisman. Um, until I- until like the the week or two before, and then you basically know who they're gonna crown. It's not usually that Here's big the of a surprise. Though, I feel like. I feel like these three guys are different. If I had to pick a guy out of these three that's going to stop this production... We're talking Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Joe and Burrow, Burrow, by the these way. These are the three Heisman contenders right now, with Fields right on the edge. That's going to be fun. Um, our eyes are... Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But anyways, back to this. So, Burrow, Hurts, and Tua, if I had to pick one to where the production is just going to stop the way it is, it'd be Burrow. You think it's gonna stop? Playing like, like if he it, is? like yeah, the the most likely to not play this well throughout the season is Burrow. I mean, I think so as well. But I think Tua and Burrow, they both face SEC West now. I mean, they're in a conference play. They have a very similar schedule. Tua has been there before, so I think he'll play better, obviously. Um, but Hurts in the Big Twelve has. I mean, we've seen it with Baker. We saw it with Kyler. Like he has more opportunity to just go all out with offense um, against lack of defenses so i agree with that statement uh, we don't we don't get to watch the red river rivalry no it's at the same time as the south carolina game i meant to tell you that don't we love noon games just awesome. i was convinced that the they they ah uh, wait wait so wait wait when this, is when is that october game, 12th at noon is we will be wait, i'm talking about when's oklahoma play play texas yeah noon that's a isn't that eleven o'clock their time? We're gonna miss the game regardless. I'm saying like if no yeah it would be because when we shut out yeah, South Carolina would. like fifty four to six, we can leave like third quarter or something go watch the rest of the Oklahoma Texas game. If it's still competitive at the end, I don't. Know. I'm excited to host Ryan Holinsky and, and company. Yeah, I think I think it'll be Tavian fun Feaster for the first quarter in. or two. Tavian Feaster, the Clemson transfer to Carolina. He had a good game this past week. It, Two touchdowns, I think, over 100 rushing yards. Um, I he obviously wouldn't be putting up those numbers if he was still at Clemson. So I mean, I guess congrats to you going for numbers rather than a ring, transferring to Carolina. He knows he's not. Oh, uh, we don't ring. know about that ring now. Oh no, but I'm saying like, like he already has a ring with yeah. Clemson. So now he's just like, oh, that's all I wanted from them. So uh-huh. now I'm gonna go get the numbers to yeah. make it to the NFL. So respect for that, I guess. Um, but. Did you prepare players of the week? I did not prepare players right. of the week. You want to get mine? Um, yeah. I mean, go ahead with yours for sure. And um, I watched a lot of football. I just, I just didn't do the the research between then and now. Um, well, I think the tie, like the joint offensive player of the week, is Tua and Devontae Smith together. Definitely the best duo of the week. Uh, if like, and then anyone else, maybe Chuba, because he had two fifty six and. Two. Two touchdowns. Uh, but to a 418 yards, six passing touchdowns, and a and a rushing touchdown. And he, during this game, not only is that the most touchdowns responsible for in a game in Alabama history, during the game he passed A.J. McCarron for most touchdowns responsible for in his Alabama career. So Tua has just, the stats are crazy. <coughs> and then his star receiver of the day, Devontae Smith, 11 catches, 274, five touchdowns. Right. Most of that was in the first half. Right. And it gives them their second SEC win. It, it was over Ole Miss, who wasn't like, obviously had zero chance going in there. Um, 
and it looked really similar to the Vandy game. They put up over 30 points. Um, Alabama, Alabama's defense led up over 30 points. Yeah. And some of that was in garbage time. But, I mean, for the most part, like we said, Alabama's defense was – uh, this year they're not the same as what we've yeah, what we've seen the past couple ago, seasons. They wouldn't. They would have been like more like thirteen points versus thirty one. Yeah, I mean, a year or two ago they were shutting out teams. Um, was it two years ago they shut out like two or three teams in a row? Do you remember that? It was like right before they played Auburn. They shut out two well, or three some teams. Some of them were caked. I know, but I'm saying like that's not even happening now with Vandy, who's the second worst team in the conference yeah. above Tennessee. <clears throat> yeah, <coughs> uh, it's just. But yes, best the duo defense of the week, will be offensive, yeah. especially defense. I picked Jeff Okuda, the guy I mentioned earlier. Two interceptions against Adrian Martinez helped get that game over with really fast. Uh, I think he's a first round talent in the NFL. Not much more to say about that. Uh, this is really interesting to me. I was reading about this. Uh, my special teams player of the week. Listen, to this. this is crazy. Sterling Hoffricher, the kicker and punter this week for Syracuse. He had, his, he averaged 43 yards a punt on five punts. Four of the five were downed inside the 20, so that's pretty dang good. That's awesome. exactly what you want. He passed the 10,000-yard punt, punt yard mark in his 42nd career game, and he made a 52-yard field goal. So, like, the dude just balled out in all aspects of – kicking and punting so he is my special teams player of the week Syracuse kicker and punter can I, can I interrupt real quick yes you can SEC Network just posted a throwback video Bo Nix's father Patrick Nix you know played for Auburn mm-hmm. was the quarterback they went to Gainesville and upset the number one Tigers like number I mean number one uh, Gators in whatever year that was the 90s Auburn's favored now that's, that's awesome though like imagine Bo being cool. able to go to his dad and say dad I did it just like you That'd be pretty cool. That's like, if they cool. if they do that and show it, like we're all crying, like for sure. Bonix is just a little country boy living his dream. <laughs> He's just a little bow. <laughs> uh, that is the game of the week coming up. Uh, is that all? Oh, it's, sure. it's game day. It'll be at the swamp. Ah, do you think it's gonna be a blowout? Or I think it's no, gonna be close. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be a nasty I sure game. To God, bro. hope it's so close. Um, we get to watch it, and then we get to watch Georgia. <coughs> What uh, what are the game like college game days? I mean, I know they came to Athens. Iowa, Iowa State. Like, is this their like their second top ten matchup of the season? Because we were. Yeah, because Oregon Auburn were. They weren't. Top they 10. weren't top ten. I think Oregon was, but Auburn wasn't. Oregon might have been ten or eleven. Um. Anyway, this is the so yeah, I so think two hundred yeah I so. think this is arguably the second like behind Georgia Notre Dame oh second best LSU game. Texas okay LSU Texas that was a good game for sure that was it was it was in Austin for that that was a top ten I think this will be a better game I don't know that was a pretty good game and that was Burrow's Heisman moment in that touchdown to the back of the end zone to Je- Justin Jefferson that's true I don't know um we'll see how it plays out I mean if Auburn ah. doesn't show up, Florida has six players returning um. Majority Namely, C.J. Henderson, yeah, the cornerback. defensive, um, which is going to be extremely difficult for Bo I Nicks. could see Bo Nix really having a bad game. The freshman in the swamp against see, a, one of the DBUs. I can see that, yeah, one of the arguable, arguable DBUs. I can see them relying on Schwartz a lot in this game. And Whitlow. And Whitlow. Um, Just running the ball. Uh, yeah, best game of the week by far. Interest. I think... 
an interesting game is Iowa at Michigan, uh, one of the other two ranked matchups. I don't know. I don't even know how to predict this game. I don't know because I don't know what I'm going to get from Michigan. The last time Michigan went, I mean, Iowa went to Michigan, they beat them on a last-second field goal. I, I was could that, that I was could see that happening was that game. the number was that the Iowa team that was ranked like number five in the country? I don't think so. I was think, that that year? I think they've gone there a lot more recent. Yeah, I have it right here. Iowa's actually won five out of the last six in this matchup since '09. They have a two win streak against Michigan. So in 2013 and 2016. Um, but the thing is, all these games are like no, like late November games, and so I think it's odd that it's like. Week six, they're going in playing them, but <clears throat> maybe that's just like part of their scheduling or something. It's weird. Yeah, but uh, the I last th- last two times they've met, uh, Iowa, Iowa won. They were both in Iowa. Um, so is this one at Michigan? Yeah, it's okay. it's up in Ann Arbor. So we'll see I, if that has anything to do with it. I give Michigan the slight edge here. Right now, I would say Michigan's probably going to pull this one out. Michigan's a better team, but I mean. Clemson's a better team than North Carolina. You like you said, you know, good teams sometimes don't get lucky. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they do. I don't know if Shea Patterson's going to come in clutch. I he's I talented. He has all the talent in the world. It's I wouldn't mind them losing, just because one, it's Michigan, and two, it's Jim Harbaugh, and I just want to see Harbaugh gone. And I think the more they lose, the more likely that happens. No matter how much he's getting paid. Um. I mean, yeah, if if he loses, like, four games this year, I could see him being out, uh, especially at home to <clears throat> Iowa. Well, so. they're going to lose to Ohio State again, Yeah, which is crazy. But, yeah, if they lose a home game, at least it's noon. Um, it's not like a nighttime matchup where, like, there's that much pressure on Michigan. No, I um, think the pressure's there regardless. But speaking of Ohio State, they get their first ranked matchup of the year. Uh, they do. At home not against, a huge ranked matchup. It's Michigan State, but definitely will be the toughest opponent they played so far. So far, um, it's it'll be good to see Fields' numbers up against a ranked team. I mean, we said that last week too, and Nebraska didn't even slow him down slightly. Um, so it'll be nice to see Michigan State's defense. See if they can stop Fields at all. I don't see it happening. I see. Like a 35-7 win, easy. Maybe even more offense yeah. than that for the Buckeyes. I mean, <clears throat> it'll be in Columbus at night. It's it's not going to be a pretty game for Michigan State. Ohio State's too talented. Possibly the best team across the board uh, as far as the whole roster. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, California, Oregon. I know California just dropped from the rankings. This is an argument. Uh, They're still a good team. This is an argument we've been having: is Oregon's chance to get into the playoff? And I think if Oregon wins out and dominates, like in dominant fashion, and the pieces fall together, Oregon can make the playoff. Yeah, if Herbert starts playing like Tua and, and Hurts, then you know Oregon has this chance. But right Which now, they've been dominating since they lost to Auburn. They've been playing really well, but I just think Pac-12 overall. Um, I don't know. I mean, Oregon still has to play some really good teams. I think they face Washington. I think they face Washington State still, um, which are two hard matchups. And so hosting Cal, I mean, Cal went to Washington and upset Jacob Eason um, in pretty easy fashion, I think. So I don't 
I don't see that being impossible here. Oregon's going to come out with some brand new unif- uniforms that have never been seen before, neon and hurt your eyes, and then they're going to not play up to playoff potential just because that's Oregon. I I think there's a chance. They're good. Herbert's talented too. Uh, he's going to be up there with Tua and potentially Fromm and Hurts in this upcoming draft. He might end up being the first one off the board for all we know. Um, <coughs> I think, I don't know, I think they have a chance to make the playoff if they if they went out and dominate. Um, I'd put $100 down right now saying that Oregon and no other Pac-12 makes the playoffs this year. I would too. But you're you're basically saying it's impossible. Or yeah, next I mean, to I, impossible. Yeah, I mean I to, yeah, it's next to impossible. It's not impossible. But I told I you what I think happen. it's more likely than you're saying. I think it's a higher possibility than what you're saying. The fact that the SEC is gonna cannibalize itself here within the next few weeks. But if they do it in the fashion that like What would the all one loss? There there's four SEC teams that are, have playoff potential. Plus five plus Florida. SEC. Just say five. Okay, say five, sure. Five. Then you got Ohio State. Then you got Oklahoma, and you've got Clemson in there. Notre Dame's still up there. Wisconsin. Wisconsin still. I mean, Oregon's not making it. Man, come on. Notre Dame can implode. They can lose Ian Book and implode. Um. Jonathan Taylor can get hurt. Wisconsin can lose every game. Jalen Hurts can flop like. Like he did when they had to put Tua in, and then SEC can cannibalize itself. Oregon still doesn't make it in. <laughs> I don't care. Like, it's not happening. It, it could, but it won't. Like, know. not even close. Then, obviously, UGA uh, goes to Tennessee. Primetime game. This is not going to be close. Red this out game Rocky shouldn't Tom. be close if you're go If you're going, which I don't know if any of our listeners are, because we don't have a huge listening base yet, um, which and does. And most for, of you are probably poor because <clears throat> you're college students. Right. And not that this is an expensive ticket, but staying in Knoxville for the night for a 7 p.m. game. Um, Ends up being an expensive weekend. If you know anyone going, tell them to look up their ticket section, their seat section. Um, Knoxville wants to do their orange and white checkered. And so the whole deal is if you're in an orange section, you wear red. If you're in a white section, you wear black. Like yeah. if you're a Georgia fan. Um, because... If we have any sort of attendance like we did at the Vandy game, um, insane. That, like, that would be beautiful if Tennessee came out of the locker room and looked up and it was red and black. <laughs> and they would just have zero would, motivation to win. It would be like the Notre Dame game a couple years ago or right. the Vanderbilt game just a few weeks ago. Right. Uh, UGA <laughs> travels now. Uh, some, I, I want to see... In a game that's open like this where you know you're probably going to win, I want to see Fromm. I want them to let Fromm go a little bit and let him throw downfield more and let him be more fluid, and I want to see all the backs get touches. Um, I don't want this to be a feed-swift game, and I don't think it's going to be, but I want Zeus. I want James Cook. I want Kenny McIntosh. Kenny Mac. I, and, you know, I want those three guys to, to get carries. Give George Pickens some more, like, Targets. He like, needs the experience. We need, you know. I mean, the last game was we played with Notre Dame, and he had two. He had two great defended incomplete passes. Like they were, yeah. like as good as the defense you can get from Notre Dame defensive backs, and um, could have been caught if he was maybe a little bit more experienced, a little bit taller, maybe. Which he's already tall. But anyway, I just want to see more passes like that because from. 
Fromm can do it. Like, he's obviously seen, shown that with the Cager touchdown, with some deep ball passes. That beautiful one to the back right of the end zone. I don't know if that was to Pickens or not, but it was incomplete. He bobbled it and dropped it or whatever. Um, do more of that against crappy Tennessee, who can't even beat Georgia State. I don't know. This is our week. This is another week to shine. Just if, and then we host Carolina in two weekends, yeah. which will be tough. Carolina's a great team. Um, which shouldn't be a close Not an amazing either. team. No, but... UJ <clears throat> should dominate the rest of the schedule outside of Auburn. That's my take. I mean, we do play... Don't we play A&M and Missouri? We should dominate. We should beat them. We should dominate. You talking, like, three I'm scores talking, above? Yes. For one of them, They're I think. both going to be home. Yeah, I, I know they're both home. Texas A&M will end up being Who do we even play away? We play Florida, obviously. Tech. Tech but, like, do we and play Auburn. Kentucky? No, away? Kentucky's here. I feel like we don't have enough away games. Tech, Auburn, Tennessee... Vandy. I guess Vandy was away too. And then Florida's neutral site. Well, we landed a year where it was more home games than away games. Yeah, we we, we got lucky in this one. It's we nice. really did. All the freshmen next year are going to hate themselves when they look at what we got to do. Right, and they're going to be hosting Vandy and Tennessee. And the best thing they'll have next year is Auburn. That is true. That'll be that'll, a good game. That'll be a, Bo Nix will still be here. Yeah, but that defensive... Uh, a lot of those guys will go to the NFL. That's the thing. Probably. That defense is not going to be the same. <laughs> unless it's plug and play, which is like an Alabama school. But that leads us to some questions we had from you guys. Uh, we'll just right. look at a couple yeah, here. If you're a new listener and you haven't checked out the Instagram all that much, um, on bye weeks and away game weeks, which is last weekend and this weekend, we post a bunch on Saturday. We try to be extremely interactive. Uh, two weekends ago when we hosted Notre Dame and obviously we're tailgating the whole day and everything um leading up to the to the Notre Dame game, like we don't get to post much on the account yeah uh, we don't have anyone else running it yeah right now it's being run by us it's so. just us two um once we blow up that's when we'll hire somebody <laughs> yeah we'll we'll start we'll media. have a staff of eight or ten doing research and uh, analytics and everything. And we'll have makeup artists, uh, you know, makeup guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll have, start doing video. No, no, we don't need video. We're just gonna have. We're gonna put on really good makeup, and make ourselves look good, just for the audio. Just for the want. audio. <coughs> uh, I'll buy some new lungs once we start making money, so I don't cough every episode. Um, you I, got the I do want to cough, bro. Cough. <laughs> I do want to say that I am still sick. I don't know if y'all remember that last week, or if you even tuned in last week. Um, yeah, I, we, I am still sick. Uh, it's what 10 11 days ongoing now um it's not fun i am down to a cough and possibly strep still i think i'm clear from that now but uh we just want to thank y'all for listening every week and if you don't follow the instagram already follow at a few podcasts on instagram um that's where we post our during football games we post uh throughout the week on you know injury and transfer and California governors and everything going in um everything going into the college football atmosphere the sport itself uh we post question stickers on our story it might be um is Clemson good or it might just be like hey ask us a question we'll answer it in the next episode and so that's what we're going to get into now is some questions yeah. that our followers yeah. ask um we talked enough about the Clemson yeah argument we'll get into a little nah you know what I mean 
We don't. About okay, that. we don't want to talk more about that. So two. We kind of already answered how we feel about the. Yeah, Tigers. we'll talk about two solid questions. Uh, both very good questions, actually. Um, first one, we'll just we'll stick to the Jake Fromm thing since that's what we were talking about a minute yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk to Jake. Do you think Jake Fromm? This is from Josh Judson. Do you know <coughs> what fan he is? Yeah, J- Josh is a, a big dog fan. Okay, he's, he's a UGA fan. So UGA fan. Josh Judge Josh Judson says, "Do you think Jake Fromm will leave for the draft this year or return for his senior year?" Um, I think I don't think Jake Fromm's made his decision yet. I think it depends on how this year. If Georgia wins the championship, Fromm's gone. I think if we lose to Auburn and Alabama, if we somehow have two oh, losses, he's back. he's back. If we don't make the playoff, he's back. We're gonna make the playoff. He's back. I can't. Jake Fromm's such a competitor. I can't see him wanting to leave after ending like that. I mean, you look at post game interviews. It's it's not Jalen Hurts. It's not Tua. Like he's happy. He loves talking to media. He loves being in the spotlight, and he knows that he's a team leader. Um, I think he's definitely one of the best speakers on the team. Like Rodrigo is also a good team leader, but he doesn't speak as fluid. He's just like me. I mean, he's not not quite that leader potential as much as a Jake Fromm. Um, I think he knows how much he means to this program and to Kirby Smart. And so I think as long as he stays healthy and has a good relationship uh, with the coaches and the rest of the players throughout the rest of the season, he's he's here to stay for another year yeah. um, unless we go and get a ring, which I don't know what I put our chances at. Probably exactly what ESPN puts him at, like 15 Yeah. Fifteen. I think I think it's nine percent to win the whole playoff. Yeah, uh, which is doable. It's been done, yeah. but I think if I if I'm being honest, if there's I've, any year that Bama Clemson doesn't end up in the final again, it's this year. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be Bama Clemson again. I just don't see it. But uh, I know in the past I've said I don't think Jake Fromm's pro ready, but now I think about it, he is. I he is a pro ready quarterback because. You know, he's being judged off his limited, like, production, but Georgia doesn't ask anything more of him, and yeah. he's got he, all the intangibles in the world and just the stuff you can't teach with the leadership and the poise. And But Jake Fromm, very talented quarterback. You just don't see UJ let, uh, let him loose, and if they did, he would be, like, yeah. the number one there quarterback was a great, on the board. There was a great video of Deshaun Watson after his game. I don't know if it's Sunday night or Monday night he played or Sunday or Monday that he played, but um, a reporter asked him about, like, two of his passes or whatever, and he's like, were those the only passes during the game, that blah, 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 and they were both incomplete. Um, and Deshaun Watson broke down. He's like, I don't, do, do you know what you're talking about? He's like, out of respect, out of respect, do you know what you're talking about? And he broke down the entire, like, cover four defense, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I had Hop run this way, and I hit him just a little bit over where I was supposed to, and that's my bad, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's in the next two or three years in the NFL, exactly where Jake Fromm can be, where he can talk to the media with respect and with knowledge because he knows the sport well and he just knows what he's doing. He's a leader. He's just, I don't know, I think he's definitely NFL ready. I hope he doesn't feel, uh, I hope he doesn't feel ready. I'd love to have him back for another year. Yeah, I mean, I want I want Carson Bennett and, and or Carson, <laughs> yeah. Carson Beck. Carson Beck. We're looking Stetson forward to Carson Bennett. Beck. I don't know I'm why. not looking forward to Stetson Beck. No, not really. I mean, Carson Beck. And he's a good little Chase Bryce. He's a good little second. We're string. recording a, or we're recruiting a twenty twenty one guy that's supposed to be a top ten guy. So, uh, I don't know if we're gonna land him, but like yeah. we're on his list. Um, 
Other question from Chris Rode. I know he's a dog fan because he goes to UGA. Uh, how, ooh, this is a question that gets has been argued the last five years. How should the committee weigh resume versus strictly the best four teams in football? I feel like every year they've gone with Doesn't, who has performed better rather than who will perform better in the playoff, and that's why Notre Dame got in last year. Because mm. it's like, oh, they... They're 12-0. They're 12-0. They didn't lose a conference championship because they're not in a conference. They get in. They travel to Dallas. They play against Clemson, and they get shut down. Like, I don't know. 18 playoff is the answer. That way you don't have to worry about resume or who's the best. You put in both. You put in who has the best resume, and you put in the best four teams. I just think (coughs) I personally – struggle with this question a lot because it's like say you had like the way like if Clemson is the you know wins out and wins the ACC when Clemson wins on it I mean yeah so after but, this week they they're I get I think they have their head straight but like but well, what if they struggle the rest of the year but they went out and win the ACC yeah I wouldn't want to put them in the playoff I'd want to put like a two loss SEC team in over them yeah but like a two loss Auburn would be to Clemson. I literally told Mason, Mason, if you're, when you're listening to this right now, um, I'm just, I'm just sorry, dude. I like, I know you've always been biased, Clemson, but, anyways, I told him that a two-loss Georgia could potentially be better than a twelve and zero Clemson, and he just laughed. He just put clown emojis. Oh, listen, if we lose to Florida losing and close, Auburn, no, losing close to <clears throat> Auburn, and then losing close. To Florida? To who, n- no, to the in the SEC championship. Oh, yeah, well, I was talking about regular season. Oh. Yeah. If we lose close to Florida at a neutral we, site. Let's it, not even think about that. No, no, I mean, let's not. But if we do, and if we lose close to Auburn, he really thinks that there's no way at all, he's laughed it off, um, that Georgia would be a better team than Clemson. Georgia is a better team than Clemson, but they wouldn't put Georgia in. they put Clemson in. Yeah. The playoff committee would. Yeah. But I think it'd be nationally, most nationally recognized, not just Georgia fans, yeah. not just SEC fans. I think it'd be nationally recognized. Well, that, like, oh, I mean, it depends well, on how they perform in the playoff. If Clemson gets in 12-0 and off of a subpar season, well, and they end, or 13-0 and after winning ACC in Charlotte against Virginia, because that's who they're going to be playing, by the way, just letting you all know well, ahead of time. Um, if they get in there and – like, end up winning the national championship again somehow, then, like, no one's going to be like, oh, Georgia should have been in. Just like last year when Georgia lost to Texas, they were like, okay, never mind. Like, who knows who should have been in type of shit. But, I mean, it just... Well, listen, like, two years ago was the example of the whole best versus most deserving mm-hmm. when Alabama got in because Alabama wasn't the most deserving. But we They knew. were a one-loss, didn't... They weren't, and they didn't even play in the conference championship. No, they didn't even get to play. They didn't win their division, and they ended up winning the national championship. Like because they were the best team, right. and they were put in as number four. So, uh, I think it should be the four best teams. If you had to, ch- like, if I had to choose which one do they do, I want them to pick the four best teams. I don't care about conference championships. You know what I mean? Right. But there, <laughs> it is a mixture. It, it's just a matter of finding the perfect balance, and I think that can only be found with expanding the playoff. But. Good question. Uh, we want to remind you about the giveaway. You want to take that away? Yeah, um, I just want to give you all a little reminder. 
uh, on the Instagram page that I was talking about. Obviously, our Instagram page. We have a giveaway from about a week. We posted it last Tuesday night after we recorded episode five. Um, And we haven't had a lot of people enter. Uh, We had, you know, we have double-digit people listening, triple-digit total listens. Uh, over 140 followers, and I guess y'all just don't like free stuff. Um, but all I know is I went to Chick. Something people. All I know is Ryan and I separately, not even like planning, went to Chick Fil A for dinner tonight. Uh, I got the number one, no pickles, large fry, large sweet tea. I got the Cobb salad with the fat-free honey mustard dressing. Yeah, Ryan went to the gym today, he so he's trying to be healthy. But I'm back on the grind. Yeah, wait a week. He'll be eating chicken sandwiches with me. Um, and then the college no, football won't. Hall of Fame experience in Atlanta. Um, I, I think the giveaway's value is about $66-ish. I mean, monetary, it's $66. But, I mean, if we're being honest, dude, if you win the few giveaway, you're untouchable. Yeah, right? There's you no, there's you no might as value. well put it in your Instagram bio. This I won priceless. the original few giveaway. So, I encourage you all to go on. This is how we're going to end today. I encourage you all to go on. Like the post, follow the few podcasts, tag, tag three friends, three. and then put it on your story. It mm. helps when you tag us when you put it on your story. That way we see it right away. If not, um, hopefully we still see it if you're oh, lucky. And tag tag three friends. Tag three friends that are that probably aren't following. not following. Don't tag me and Jackson. Don't tag your own spam account. Don't tag, Don't tag Tate, Tate Martell, Martell or Tate Martell's little sister. No, it's his little sister. <laughs> okay, same thing. It's whatever. <laughs> Um, Maybe in don't, Alabama. Don't <laughs> don't tag Snoop Dogg, Nick Fatrano. Please don't tag Snoop He has Dogg. the most entries. He's in the lead. Uh, but there are a few people who did exactly what we wanted. If y'all don't want one of our best friends and or, or I guess, or my girlfriend to win because they're tied probably at the most no, entries. No, I don't count Gabby's entries because she only tagged one at a time. I think how about we count one third of them? We can. Okay. We can talk about that. Okay, we'll talk <laughs> about that. Um. Because y'all know we don't want to give it away to somebody. So that someone we, see we really day. know, yeah. We, we want this to help blow up the few. I mean, y'all are the first million. You're here before the mill, you know? Here before one mill, Emmett. Yeah, Emmett Day, thank you. Uh, Yeah, and, the you know, we're going to stop uh, and any entries after October 7th, which is a Sunday. Well, not – is it a Sunday? No, I think we're, we're stopping after Monday. Um, so that way we can announce it next week. On the episode yeah, on when Tuesday. we come back to you. Um, it's because it is now technically Wednesday morning in my calendar. I thought I guess it was it is Wednesday. October. So technically this episode is being posted Wednesday morning. Happy Spooktober to all of you listeners out there. I hope y'all have a great I hope great it's month. cooler wherever you live than it is in Athens. Um this Saturday it's getting down under eighty. Wow, and we're gonna be sitting inside all day watching football. <laughs> Not enjoying it. Yeah. Um we could no, we can't. Sunday. Sunday. We'll go for a nice picnic Sunday. <laughs> I want to play football. I want to throw a football around so badly. Uh, Kristoff has one. We can Nick has one. Okay. We throw around two footballs at the same time. And if any of you listening want to come join us, DM us on the few podcasts. And we'll get a little game going. We'll get a little game There's going. There's a little yard out in Russell, or we go to the IM Fields, or... Yeah. Yeah. But... I think that is all for this week. Uh, this is also, I believe, our longest episode to date. So if you, if you reach the end, you are very much appreciated. Uh, you're one of my favorites. I know Madison Mixon. I know my dad. 
your dad probably. Yeah, he does. Those might be our only three that listen to the whole thing. Josh Judson, I know you no, listen. No, I know there's other people that listen to the whole thing. Don't don't limit us. <laughs> don't limit us. There are other people. The guy on my hall, he does. Chris, we appreciate you, bro. Chris, Chris and Madison. Y'all and are, he's always asking questions. And DJ. Yeah, DJ and Mason will listen to the whole thing, even though they'll be salty the whole time. They'll, yeah, because they're They'll text us right after and say. And they, like, always come at us in the DMs. And I can't we tell if they're coming at both of us or just, like, one probably of us ju- Probably just me. But I encourage it. Go ahead and challenge me. Um, you know, just like the Tar Heels challenge the Tigers. And, and that's all for this week, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in for our hour and a half special. Um, like we said, if you listen to the whole thing, you're one of our favorites. Yeah. Enter the giveaway, please. Um, if you're going to Knoxville, wear red or black, depending on your section. Yeah. Um, give us some of your picks for the week. When we post our picks... Saturday morning, hopefully not at two thirty yeah, when I wake interact up. Interact on the Instagram. Sorry, last week for putting up the pics so late. I slept until two o'clock. I'm gonna go ahead and admit that. Um, Couldn't do it with only one of us. Just, just being sick, honestly, dude. Being sick, I slept so much in the last week. I, it's been amazing. But thank you all for tuning in. I'm just like our fourth time thanking you. Uh, you know what? Let's end it right here. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>